welcome to Sonic Artifacts, offering the best deals and interesting finds in affordable vintage music equipment across America. Follow these finds on Instagram at Sonic underscore Artifacts as you listen and tune in every Tuesday for the best deals in your hometown. This is your host, Brian Shalom, signing in from Manhattan. And your co-host, Max Braun, signing in from Brooklyn. Welcome, everybody, to Season 2, Episode 31, the week of August 22nd here at Sonic Artifacts. So, Brian, is, did we... The, is it 31? Are you sure? Yeah, man, you got to go on the platforms. You know, we're on all of them. And the last episode was definitely 30. Well, what about last week? There wasn't a show, but we put but, the deals up. Uh, we, do you want to have that be a show or not a show? It's not a show. It's just a week of deals. Folks, we've been taking some uh, some breaks here. We've actually been you know, con- continuing the interview series and doing some work <laughs> in the back end. But you know, there's been a couple episodes we took some breaks or whatever. You know, we've been working hard, Max, for a year and a half. All right, all right. But we did put links up uh, for some pretty cool deals. Anything sell? Yeah, something sold, my friend. Uh, let's see. The Basement 10, that was like 450 in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. That sold. That's right. a great deal. That's a, that was a great-looking one as well. Um, and what else here? Oh, that Harmony Amplifier you had in Vermont. Burlington, Vermont. Was that you or me? I'm trying to remember. I'm looking at it right now. I feel like you always go to Vermont. I don't know. I never go there. It's because I'm from New England. Oh, yeah, that was so, me. Yeah, I see. I told you. Harmony 303 tube amplifier 250 in Burlington. So that went. We had some awesome, some cool stuff. That vintage Alamo Challenger still up. Mm-hmm. 550 also in Vermont. Um, you know, we had the Road Worn 72 Tele custom for 700 bucks in LA that I had. Uh, you know, some good stuff. 66 Coronado 1 for $1,200 in Albuquerque. Not bad. I saw. A 12 string, you know, the two humbucker one for sale today, and that was like 3,700, which is which seems insane. So, this may it's not, makes this sound like even a better deal. Yeah, $1,200. Are you crazy? Yeah, that's no, a great deal. But, uh, you know, we've been having a lot of new listeners, Max. We're really excited to have new people checking out the show. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And again, you know, we have our Instagram up that, you know, we obviously link to our link tree with all the deals so you can follow along and, uh, you know, certainly check out our Patreon if you want to contribute uh, and help us keep things moving here at the show. But Max, where are we going this week? So I have a few from Baltimore, well, a couple from Baltimore, a few from New York, and then we have, of course, L.A., Nashville, Milwaukee, Seattle, a Cody Land deal, and some St. Louis. Nice. Very cool, man. Very cool. Going to a lot of cool places. And, you know, we did drop an interview this past Friday, Max, that I have to mention before we get into the show. Fidelity. That's right. Fidelity Guitars out of Manchester, England with Matt Oram. Very cool dude. Uh, you know, he's an engineer and he just, it's a one-man show. Just started building bodies, designing things, you know, with the CNC. He bought the CNC machine before ever making a body. You know, it's pretty wild. That's but a he typical knew engineer move, right? <laughs> 100%. 100. His guitars are super cool. He collabs with Descent and Vibrato, you know, which is, uh, you know, Chris Swope, Swope Guitars we've had on the show. Super nice guy. Makes really cool looking guitars, man. It's really hard to get your own thing going on. So definitely check out that interview with Fidelity Guitars we have out now if you haven't. All right. So first up, Max, in Baldwin Hills, 
which is just north of Inglewood in L.A. area. 1964 Kalamazoo Epiphone EC300. Barcelona classic guitar. Needs a little work for $700. Posted 22 days ago. Hold on one sec. Okay, I was looking at that other Kalamazoo, and I was like, this doesn't make sense, Brian. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> now, yeah, we have... Uh couple Kalamazoo's here tonight, but this is the classical guitar. I do see the Gibson classical guitars that go for a little under a grand from the 60s. Again, this is definitely in that ballpark, 1964 Kalamazoo. It's an Epiphone EC300. Classical guitars, I think I, I don't really know too much about them, but I heard that people typically like, like getting newer ones. Is that right? People spend a lot of money on like super handcrafted twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, but they like they don't go for the old ones. They like the snap of uh, like new wood or something. New wood. That makes. I guess that makes sense. But, you know, this model was made from sixty three to sixty eight. Seller says, um, you know, it's a flagship top tier model. It comes with a hard case and you know made spruce top, curly maple back and sides, black bound body with fan bracing, fourteen point two five inch width, four inch body depth. Pretty small, twenty-five point five inch scale. However, full and you know Brazilian rosewood fretboard here. Oh, very nice. I think it's very cool, man. Fifty-eight years old here, folks. It is nice. I. You ever play classical guitars, Brian? I mean, yeah, the nylon strings, the really wide fretboard. Yeah, the frets are so it's such a wide fretboard. Yeah, you can do this crazy ass. Uh, you know, maybe you can. Chords. I can't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can't. Do, you know, I'm not a classical player, but it's very cool, and it's definitely got a unique sound. You know, and it's definitely a really good way to get uh, your finger picking up. Oh yeah, definitely. So let's see what about this repair they're talking about. This guitar requires repair at and after the twelfth fret. The action gets higher. I've made no attempt to lower this. I've been told by someone that is not a professional. Great. But more experienced with acoustics than I am that it could use a neck reset, which could be a thing here, folks. That which sounds from the 60s, like a thing. Sounds like a thing. <laughs> so you can probably talk it down a bit. Again, it does come with a really nice fitting hard case. Yep. You know, it's definitely got some work. It looks like some sort of uh, composite nut. Let's see what the nut is. It definitely doesn't look like bone. Yeah, it's not bone. Uh it looks like wood if you zoom in. Really? Rumors of wood. Right? If you zoom in a lot, it looks like it has grain. Oh, yeah. It does look like that. Could be wrong, though. I don't know. The plastic mold is deceiving us. Yeah. I'm trying to see if it mentions it. But anyway, I thought this was pretty cool. Obviously, after 22 days, so you could probably even knock it down a little bit here. The fact that it might need a neck reset. But 1964 Kalamazoo Epiphone EC300. Barcelona Classic Guitar. Might need a little work, but for $700 in Baldwin Hills, this could be very cool. All right, I'm pretty excited for this next one, Brian. This is a 19... 19- you sound like you're going through the roof here, Max. <laughs> well, you know, this is... I've been wanting one of these guitars for years. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But <laughs> as a 70s Univox High Flyer in non-original condition, but it's for 675 in Ditmas Park, Brooklyn. It has a uh, a different neck pickup original bridge pickup which is the one i would probably use anyway on this guitar um some new tuners new pickup selector an aluminum nut that was put in but other than that it it looks pretty good there's a little bit of wear on the headstock you know what i mean but these go for like over a thousand these days that's crazy 
and this price is right, man. I mean, these mods are cool. You know, it's a PAF style humbucker in the neck, which is like I said, new tuners. Replace the switch, which is probably all worn out and cheap to begin with, and aluminum nuts kind of wild. Yeah, it looks like that the pickup actually broke and they just took it out. Do you know what I mean? Because they have the same. It looks like they reused it's like the pickup ring, which I I don't know. Or that's just the cover, and it looks like the top of. Yeah, you're right. You can't tell that it's in different pickup than what came stock. Yeah, yeah. The tuning, the tuners look really good. Yeah, nice the whole style. thing looks nice. I mean, the logo's definitely beat up on the front. You can't really see it. But, you know, I think what needed to be done was done with this. It is bolt-on next. So you can adjust the action nicely. It does have the bar. 675, Max, this is in your neck of the woods. Is this tempting you right now? Yes and no. <laughs> You've been talking about this for years. I know, I know. I always wanted a white one, though. It's got a white pick guard. This is, you know, tobacco burst to black here, folks. You know the one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I do know which one you're talking about. But they don't have an upgraded pickup and new tuners. I don't know if it's works. an upgraded pickup. It's just a different pickup. Apparently, like, the, the pickups on these, the original ones, are, like, super high gain. Is that good? Not for me. Well, it's, you know, these are, like, Nirvana's guitars. <laughs> yeah, but I think he just put humbuckers in them. The, the, I think the bridge pickup's original. I know. We can talk about Kurt Cobain. No, he used the original ones. Really? Yeah. Right, this was posted two days ago, man. Up, updated seven hours ago. Titmus Park, Brooklyn. Someone's going to snatch this up, Max. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. This has Brooklyn band written all over it. 675, folks. I wonder if there's a case. I doubt it. I know. It makes me sad. But this is a great deal. Univox High Flyer with some upgrades, Max. Man, I understand why you're excited about that. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I don't think it's an upgrade, but <laughs> <laughs> it's why the price is All the right. price is right. For me, it'd be good. Get a nice clean neck, you know, it'd be nice. All right. Well, I'm gonna do my other Kalamazoo to get the confusion out. I know you were confused last time, so here's the other Kalamazoo. So the seller in Milwaukee, Wisconsin is selling a Kalamazoo Model 1 and 2 harp amps along with a Shure Green Bullet microphone and an AB switch to use both at once. A very nice Morley switch for a total of $900, and it's photographed really well. That's an old switch. Yeah, that's a really vint like a vintage Morley switch here, it almost looks like. And both speakers are original in these bad boys. So these are the Kalamazoo Models 1 and 2. Uh, seller obviously used it for harp. They got 10-inch speakers. <clears throat> very cool one has tremolo one doesn't max you used to have one of these these are awesome yeah i had the two and then you, which one do you have you have some one of them i got the 12 yeah with reverb yeah the reverb 12 so the two has tremolo and the one doesn't right it's right. more champ and it's like tramp and, and uh vibro verb or whatever yeah. vibro champ uh very cool man so these are pretty rare amplifiers for those of folk, folks out there who don't know the kalamazoo line you know uh gibson sub you know, amp brand outsourced in the sixties. And this is kind of like their champ in, uh, you know, vibro champ, but with 10 inch speakers and driven by EL 84s for a nice British chime, dark sound, great for harp, which the seller was obviously using. And they're just hard to find. If they were going for 300 bucks for a while, I would say now probably four or five, if you can find one. So you're getting two of them plus a microphone, plus the Morley switch. And it's $900. You know, I think I got mine from guitar center for 150 bucks 
I bet you. And I asked the guy if he could go lower, and he was like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, that's not going to happen. Yeah, but this was like what? This was like 12 years ago? 2011, 2012, something like that. Yeah, all right. It was a long time ago. Yeah. And I'm sure you said it was cosmetically not that great. These are in awesome shape. And it actually both comes with new dust covers. Wow. Someone really gave a shit Those about go these. for 50 Man. bucks each, 60 bucks each new dust covers, folks. So for $900, it's a hell of a deal. It's photographed wonderfully in this really cool position. So you got to check it out. Uh, you know, Kalamazoo model one and two amps, harp amps with a Morley switch and a green bullet, which is another $100 right there. And the new dust covers in great shape. In Milwaukee. It's a Morley ABY. ABY. Go back and forth, folks. This is very cool. I wonder why this harmonica player is selling. Who knows? I know. <laughs> I know. But I mean, they both uh, long safe three prong chords have been upgraded. So, I mean, the seller knew what they had here. They This is their harmony, they're their harp rig. So, you know, again, we reach out to all the sellers, let them know their deal is going to be on our show. And sometimes they write back and let us know what's going on. But, uh, you know, we'll let you guys know if we hear back. Hopefully this guy didn't, you know, stop playing harmonica and instead got like a really cool rig. Yeah, maybe he just got a, a better one. Super fancy. Maybe. Maybe, Max. Uh, you know, I put a, we, put a, we put a story up uh, last week, Max. We reached out to everyone out there. To see if, you know, if they were on a desert island, what would be their rig that they would take? Did they have electricity or not? You see, you know, we didn't get into that, but that's something that, uh, you know, Cody Lane, our Pacific Northwest correspondent, did address uh, (laughs) in his response. But I also asked everyone, what rig would you curse your worst enemy with? And... And we got a response for that as well. You know, it's a lot, a lot, a lot of brands we don't cover on the show, Max. I will tell you for good reason. For good reason. So Cody at Science of Sound on Instagram said, "My Desert Island rig is a Taylor GS Mini Koa acoustic with some extra strings and a set of tuning forks." Tuning forks, interesting. Yeah, so you don't need electricity. He's thought of this. Yeah, yeah. You got the koa wood. It's like Hawaii or on this island. That you know, it's a good, good thing. And, and the extra set of strings is a nice touch as well. Yeah, tuning forks are nice. I thought that was pretty cool. And let's see here. And Adrian, uh, coming from Germany, uh, wrote, you know, the rig that they would curse their worst enemy with, Max, which was a, either a Line Six Spider Three with a Boss Metal Zone and Epiphone Les Paul Special Two. As well as a donor tuner pedal, or the flip side of things, an eight-stringed Evertune equipped fanned frets extended range guitar that is completely out of tune and unintonated, <laughs> through a Marshall Super Lead where the fuse keeps blowing no matter who takes a look at it. <laughs> it's cursed. <laughs> through a one by eight inch cab into the dreamiest pedal board ever, except it's running on a really cheap and weak power supply, so the thing is howling as soon as you can't <laughs> stop playing. So we'll constantly you need to play. Wow, that really does sound like a nightmare. Yeah, it does, especially the the blown fuse. Damn. Yeah, no, that's a good one, Adrian. Adrian, you really went dark with that one. Well, <laughs> the Line Six Spider yeah. Three. I bet that Line Six Spider Three is kind of tight, but whatever. <laughs> you think so? Well, I've never even played one. Have you? I know uh, that they're butt of a lot of jokes. Yeah. Are those the amps no. that have insane mode? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's some sort of that's the you know, insane mode amps. Mental health or like settings on the yeah <laughs> on the amplifier. They have a bipolar setting. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Oh yeah, so we got a reply from our friend Amps Amps. Who would you want, or what rig do you want to curse somebody with? He says, "Ha ha, a Schecter through a crate blue voodoo." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crate. Another cur- another one that people like to curse people with for sure was up there. And then um, strange audio says what I believe they would like to be stuck with, right? Yeah, Josh over there. It's, you know, a, you know, thanks. it's a bunch of stuff I've never heard of. So. <laughs> oh, really? Abernathy, Abernathy Sonic Empress. I don't know that one. I've heard of Abernathy amps. Very cool. We're trying to. I think we might try and get them on the show, Max. Oh, very Let's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll learn. You'll learn about. You'll learn about them. <laughs> Sour Sound Boost. I don't know that one, Brian. Do you? No. A Lux Plus. That's his own amplifier. Mm-hmm. So, Josh Strange Audio. Little pat in the back. Little pat in the back. Check out his interview, too. Very cool, man. And thanks, Billy Hines of Amps Amps, for putting in that doomed rig. You know, again, line six and uh, crate. Very much what I thought people would say when they're kind of curse somebody with tone. <laughs> but, all right. Is it my deal or your deal? I believe it's mine. It is. It is. So I have another one out of Brooklyn. This one's in Bushwick, my neck of the woods. If you remember, Brian, a while ago, I think it was uh, Retro Fret Guitars had the original Cooter Caster. Yes, they did. So And the Vibroverb. They had two of the original ones, man, and the Vibroverb. It was crazy. Yeah, so this one is a, a weird copy of the Cooter Caster. This person says that they bought it from Rivington Guitars a few years ago, and it came with something that said, it has a Bigsby tailpiece, a Fender Custom Shop style neck. We don't believe it is a custom shop, but we believe it to be made in Japan Telecaster neck, gold foil neck pickup. Uh, and it has a Wilkin- Wilkinson bridge. Those are nice bridges. And it looks to be in great shape. Nice natural finish. Wow, this is awesome, dude. This is a great looking guitar for... What nine ninety nine? Nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's been up for ten hours. It's pretty cool. A uh, lot of hardware, nice grain. Neck looks nice. Ah, uh, looks really good, man. Again, Wilkinson Bridge, very cool gold foil neck pickup. It says MIJ. custom shop on the back of the neck, but I guess Rivington did not think it was actually a custom shop. Like they just bought the stick. Somebody bought the sticker. Yeah. I mean, it looks very nice. Very nice cool bigsby and it comes with these like hard soft cases i guess yeah yeah yeah. they're not bad wolf pack good for the city mm-hmm. i mean it is a hard case it's just like soft on the outside <laughs> <laughs> you know there you go it's the same thing as a hard case except it's not hard on the outside exactly but pretty sturdy, so that case is probably two hundred fifty dollars. Uh, yeah, Wolfpack guitar case, man, this is great, dude. Nine ninety nine, and it. What would you say it is? It's like natural. It's natural body, black pickguard. Yeah, it's natural. There's not too Table many. Neck. There's not really a close up of the front of the body though. But you can see the back of it. It looks nice. Yeah, I mean, it's very cool. It looks in great shape. Again, big speed gold foil in the neck, maple neck. 
I Very cool, man. I think it's a three-piece body. For nine ninety nine in Bushwick, Brooklyn, man, up for 10 hours, this is a deal and this will go. This looks like it plays really well. Yeah, it and It's made as, with the specifications of a Rye Cooter's guitar. Very cool. Which one are you doing next, Brian? All right. So I am going to go to Nashville. I feel like we haven't been there in a minute. And I got some speakers, man, some desktop speakers, the Oratone Super Cube, Super Sound Cube speakers for 250 How big are those? They are, I think they're six-inch speakers. Nice. Retail, this is like, you know, maybe 500 bucks, 600 bucks, depending on the model. They have all these models. These are the wood grain ones. They have all black ones. Uh, these are the original small studio speakers that they would use to check mixes with, you know, get, trying to make it sound like the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole point is they kind of sound terrible. <laughs> and I've been, I've been going to the studio and they have a pair of these and they do sound terrible. But after a while, if you can get the mix right, sounding good in these, like you are golden. Interesting. That's funny. So they sound like they're not like super bassy. They just kind of sound like janky yeah, speakers. Tanny and janky yeah. as hell. And if you can make that, everything get clear in that super thin sounding situation and like actually like, oh, I can hear the bass. Oh, I can hear this. Oh, that's that's coming out you know, all these frequencies, then you're doing a great job. So it's a, it's a very cool desktop speaker to have for mixing. And for 250 I think it can really change the game. Yeah, it's interesting. Going on the website here, it says, one line of argument is simply that the thing sounded so horrible, any mix managing to come through it reasonably intact, while it's similar to survive playing back through even the cheapest and nastiest end-user speakers, which people usually don't have great setups, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I remember it's fun going when you go to the studio and they just switch through a whole bunch of different stu- uh, speaker setups. Yeah. Yeah. You can really change the sound for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think these are pretty cool and it's something to bring up when you're mixing, doing things like that. You got to really check, you know, play it on the laptop, play it on the phone, play it with the earbuds, play it on these things, play it in your car. Like the car thing's not as big as it used to be, but because I live in New York now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But I thought this was pretty cool in Nashville again. Oratone Super Sound Cube speakers for two fifty posted a day ago down in Nashville, and uh, yeah, they sound freaking terrible. But that's the point. <laughs> I bet they sound okay. You get used to it like any other thing. Yeah. And then you go back to the other thing. Whoa, there's all the bass, you know? Yeah. But but yeah, shout out to Robbie Chemical over at Gary's Electric Studio on Greenpoint and. Show me the oratone, the way of the oratones. All right, I have something kind of cool. I like this. This is out of uh, Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. It's a fender body and banana neck. So this is, uh, it doesn't specify what kind of fender strat body this is, like, you know, what incarnation of it. But it has uh, an unnamed banana headstock neck that fits with a strat. Um... Let me just see this for a second. Maple neck. So this strat body has a square heel, which is interesting. So it'll fit a telly neck, it looks like, right? Definitely square. Yeah, and telly necks are squared heeled. Hmm. It's a nice neck too, man. You can really see some flame. There's no tuners, no logos. Looks like... Yeah, trust rod, you can turn at the top. 
No, it's a cool neck. I like it. Uh, you, definitely. You're a, but you like banana. You love banana head socks. I do, actually. They're cool. They're yeah. like 80s style. <laughs> yeah, you're way into it. I've never had one, though. But, you know, this is only $104 for a body and a neck. No, that is super cheap. I'm surprised this, not the neck is that much. The neck would be worth it. I know. Try try buying a neck for anywhere close to that. That's a decent neck. Exactly. The neck is brand new. It's never been drilled into, but again, it is drilled for the nut. The, and you can see the little truss rod hole cut out. You can just put a cover over it. And, uh, you know, the uh, holes or slots are drilled for the tuning pegs. The frets are in there. The dots are in there. I mean, it's a beautiful white body. Nothing else. It does have the jack plate, I guess. Yeah, I mean, those are like a dollar. <laughs> Save you a buck. <laughs> So, well, 140 bucks in Carroll Gardens. This is a great deal down in Brooklyn. Yeah, if man. you're trying to make a shredder from scratch, th- there you go. Shred on. This is very cool, man. And what's the the back of the Strat is routed for the whole uh, trim bar and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's got a regular. That's for the regular Strat trim. Very cool, man. It says routed yeah. for a locking tremolo. I think they mean the neck. Right, it's got the wide nut for the strap or like the the locks. Do you know what I mean? The locks. You know when they you do Floyd Rose and you have to. Yeah, I believe they mean the stuff. neck is ratted, not the body. Yeah, like, well, the, where the nut is, they don't zoom in on it. You can't see, but it's ratted for that to go down. Yeah, which would make sense for sure. Floyd Rose screams, "Give me a Floyd Rose on this." Thing. Exactly, but I think the body is single, single humbucker, and then normal. Oh, yeah. I think, right? That looks like the normal bridge routing for a strap. Yeah, I would say single, single, but then definitely a humbucker in the bridge. Yeah. It's an SSH. Sure, sure, sure. In the industry, Max. Triple single coil pickup in a whammy bar. No, this is double single <laughs> coil with a humbucker. Wayne's World quote, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're referencing, man. You know who you're talking to? <laughs> Fellow gear podcast freak. <laughs> Oh, man. So I'm going to go to Seattle, man. We got a Cody Lane at Science of Sound deal, our Pacific Northwest correspondent, uh, bringing a deal this week for us, an Alamo Embassy 2563 tube amplifier for 240 in Seattle Broadview area posted a day ago. That's pretty cheap. This is the hybrid one, solid-state preamp tube amplifier situation. So it says the tremolo is not working, um, but... I think that's probably an easy fix. And, you know, it is two power, solid state pre's, hybrid style, one of the early hybrids, original speaker. It's a pretty big box. I bet you could, like, upgrade the speaker and put a bigger, put a 12 inch in there. Yeah, that is a big box. Yeah, I feel like this was, I don't know. So the tremolo is not working, but I don't, oh, yeah, it is on the left there. Yeah, I didn't see the tremolo at first. It's way on the left it, side. Way on the left, separate channel, it looks like. I mean, maybe the jack is broken yeah. or the foot switch. I don't know. Something's happening, yeah. But otherwise, it looks in great condition. Alamo out of Alamo, Texas. Being amplifiers through the late 50s, early 70s. For 240, man, anytime you're getting something like this from the late 60s like this, you know, even though it is hybrid, it's very cool. It's got a you know neat sound. For 240, come on. Yeah, that's anything under 300, really. That's what I'm saying. It's, well, I, I would say that even I would have said anything under three hundred dollars eight years ago. <laughs> eight years ago, I wonder what this went for—like seventy-five bucks. 
No, that's not really true. You know what I mean? You could get champs <laughs> in the 90s, maybe 93, you could get a champ for $85. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think they were like giving them away like like 20 years ago, you know? Yeah, people still wanted them. $150, whatever. What's up? Yeah, people still wanted them. Yeah, it's, well, offender's offender's offender, you know? Yeah. It's just these side guys over here, this Alamo, I'm sure $50, yeah, probably 20 years ago. But that is a very cool deal, Cody. Thanks for sharing, my friend. All right, let's see. What do I? What do you want to do next? Uh, Brooklyn or Baltimore? Let's get out of the city. We've been in New York like three deals, Max. You know what? I only have Baltimore left, so <laughs> we're gonna do an amp now for Baltimore. This is a I've never seen this before. It's got to be fifties. It's an RCA Victor tube amp, ten watts, three hundred two hundred ninety nine dollars out of Baltimore. It looks like it's a head, but it's actually a combo amp with a teeny-ass speaker on the side, like a six-inch speaker. I mean, it looks like a radio is what it looks like. Yeah. Where the hell's the jack? Good question, Brian. I think this... No, this is an RCA... Or what does it say? RCA Victor, high fidelity. Yeah, this is just a stereo, dude. No. But it's... Yeah, but it's uh, very cool... I mean, yeah, look at the knobs in the front. I bet those are like AM, FM. You can't really see. But it's very cool. Like, it looks like a head. It's like super retro-looking brown huh. box with the, with, the, with the metal plate on. RCA Victor. All four knobs are in great shape. Really cool, like, tweed grill. 10 watts, the seller says. But you look on the back, like you were saying, it's got, it looks like RCA tubes, two 12AX7s, two 6V6s, and a 5Y3. It looks like, you know, definitely the original two-prong in the back. You can see the paperwork. This definitely probably describes the tubes. And the, yeah, like I said, an original like six-inch speaker or something like that. But Weird. I thought that was a jack in the back, that hole on the right side. What? That would have been weird anyway. That's what I mean. I don't know where the jack is. But you could modify this for a guitar. The seller kind of advertises like they already did. But you know, these actually remind me a lot of Otis amplifiers. The look of it. Yeah, the look. Yeah, exactly. Where it yeah. looks like a piece of furniture and it looks, you know, the size of a head is kind of like a it does look horizontal nice. box. Looks great. Looks awesome in your living room. Really cool grill cloth. Yeah, the built-in little speaker. So it looks like it's a head, but it's actually a little small amplifier. Um, you know, obviously open bag here. But yeah, Otis amplifiers from Hawaii. These look definitely inspired by this kind of a thing. Um, but this is, you know, I think you got to do the three prong. You probably, all those tubes look like, you know, the ones that were originally in there, awesome RCAs. You got to check them out. I'm sure there's some caps you got to get replaced, but for two ninety nine, cash seller says 10 Watts RCA Victor rare amplifier radio conversion project here in Baltimore, Max. This is really cool. It is, but I, I do feel had. I thought it was an amp. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's like the whole thing. I bet. I mean, I don't know. Let's really zoom in on this. There's no jack, right? I mean, no, I don't see a jack. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't really tell what the knobs say. There's numbers on them, but. There is. I see bass. I see treble. The two middle ones say bass and then treble. And then I don't know what the far right and far left say. But I mean that chassis when you turn around that chassis looks chassis looks legit. Yeah, it's like uh, half inch plywood or half inch solid wood, not even plywood. Yeah, but even the tube layout, I mean that looks mm -hmm. like a tube amplifier that like you know a guitar tube. Oh, amplifier, you said chassis. Layout. Yeah, I was looking at the box. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Sorry, guys. Uh, so it's up about a month, man. This is a good-looking amplifier that would be look great in your living room, look great in your studio. And, uh, you know, it's the real deal 50 situation here for sure. Might be cool just as a radio, too. What the hell are you going to listen to? Baseball. <laughs> Baseball. Just get it all, just like gut it and just put Bluetooth in there. <laughs> well, you know what you could do? You could take the head, you could take the amplifier out and turn it into like a mini head. And then you could, yeah, you could actually rig the speaker and then put some sort of like Bluetooth situations just playing out of the speaker. And then you could like, so it looks good. It's coming out the old speaker, but it's actually like Spotify. I think it'd be cooler just to put a jack in there, man. Or that, dude. You put it on the fridge, just guitar while you're eating cereal. <laughs> Top of the fridge, huh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Very cool deal, man. Very cool deal. I got one to close this out, dude. I still have one more after this, but uh So Max, I have an MIJ fifties style telecaster, which I'm really, really excited about, man. It's the TL fifty two, which is uh, you know, what MIJ guitars from the early nineties, you know, it's a classic reissue of a fifty two tele maple neck, nice light butterscotch here white pick guard standard setup and it's out of side outside st louis in ditmer and this thing is mid 90s mij referred to as tl52 like i just said just a thick v-neck 7.25 radius dome knobs blonde finish five hole guard sorry folks it's blonde currently has seymour duncan's antiquity pickups and this thing goes for 950 and it has been routed for a p90 Underneath the pick guard, if you wanted to. But they put the standard pick guard back in with the standard pickup, so it is a standard setup situation. And it's not been relic. This thing has been played by a serious player. It looks great. It's got like serious vibes, string through body. You know, these 90, early 90s, mid 90s Japanese reissues of classics, which is what exactly what this is, uh, are really well made. Um, and as Max said, you know, there is an image of it with a P90 in the neck. So if you wanted to do that, you like, that's an option. I, I, I doubt that he'll include the P90, right? I don't think so. With Probably not. Of it. Probably not. But um, it looks like a nice P90. Yes. I bought it from a guy who gigged regularly and it was coated in a layer of sweat and beer when I got it cleaned up nicely. So this thing has been loved and played and I'm sure it sings, and it's got those dome knobs, which you don't really see too often. Well, really? I don't know. I don't really think about it. Aren't those telly knobs? Yeah, they're usually flat. Oh, okay. Good they're point. Domed. Yeah. And then sometimes they're flat with no curve, like a hard edge, and mm -hmm. some with the edge to the flat, and this is a full dome. Yeah. Good, good, good eye. Yeah. Uh, it looks like brass saddles as well. Uh, you know, thing is definitely worn in and shows the antiquity pickups boxes, you know, so it's back to the standard setup here. Uh, seller says, super clean job. As you can see it, not sloppy with the routing we're talking about. It's got the vintage tuners because it's a vintage reissue, folks. Seller says, it's an awesome telly. I just have too many style, telly style guitars right now, which I, I understand. No, it's very nice for sure. Nine fifty in St. Louis. So these things, these early nineties reissues, MIJs, you know, they're going for twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars now all day, if not more. Yeah, and this one is not common. You don't see that many tellies, honestly. Mostly strat. 
Yeah, no, for sure. And it's a really nice one. And this thing has been played and, you know, worn in all the right ways. You know, it's definitely, it looks like a, you know, really cool relic job or whatever, but this was actually played, folks. So I think that's really cool. Very nice. All right, I have one more, Brian. This one is really neat, I think. This is also out of Baltimore. Uh, the seller doesn't say too much. It's a 1960s Hagstrom for $600 or best offer. Uh, it's in decent condition. That's a quote. It looks to be, you know, it's definitely played. There's a little bit of tape on the heel, probably where they had the, the uh, what's it called? The, the strap taped on or something like that. Uh, but in the pickups are, I don't think that they're original, right? There's no way. They don't look like it. I mean, they look like, like cool pickups though. Yeah, they're bar style pickups, humbuckers. They look like eighties. Yeah, they look totally eighties, and this guitar is totally sixties. Um, but I love Hagstroms. It comes with a case too. It looks to be the original case. That looks like are you sure? Well, it's chipboard case that fits this body. Oh, it's got padding, and it. it's like one of these like better than regular chipboards. Well, regardless, it fits the body. You get a case, folks. It looks good. Red plush. And, uh, you know, it's tobacco burst, black guard, two volumes, two tones. It's got some duct tape on it. This looks like some pretty rad humbuckers. It's like the switch on the front horn. I mean, this thing's a ripper. Yeah, Hextrum necks are amazing. It's The seller says that they sanded the back of the neck, too. That's fine. I had a guitar like that before. If, so, you know, it takes a little getting used to, but if the, you can always just make it smoother with a little more sandpaper. <laughs> so asking 600 or best offer... And again, this is in Baltimore. So, Max, you've had a few deals this week that I know you're going crazy for. Yeah, this one, as well as the High Flyer. Yep. Yeah, both really. And that, honestly, that amp was pretty cool, that too. Amp that amp was pretty the, cool. The radio, yeah, soon-to-be amp. I hope somebody gets that out there. And, you know, folks, if you pick any of these things up, because you can always ask the seller if they want to ship them, um, as, you know, Cody has proven gotten a few things that way uh you know definitely let us know um you know don't hesitate to reach out about you know things you're purchasing things you want to hear about things you've heard about on the show definitely want to keep the communication up and thank everybody for listening uh but max this is a hell of a deal yeah i'm really into it I i've never had a humbucker hackstrom guitar before no, it's very cool, man. There obviously was some sort of bar on there, but no bar, no mass. Yeah, I don't think anybody uses the tremolo system on Hagstroms. It just puts it out of tune. They're just all they're all locked down. Right, right. Yeah, so you just 18... there's just like a screw you can tighten them down with. Hmm. Right. Yeah, it's pretty far in the back. Yeah, it's, it's just like the, the most rudimentary design. That's oh, very cool, man. It's a great deal. I wish there was a shot of the whole guitar in one photo. It's like all chopped up. I know, right? Or one of the back of the guitar, What's, too. What is up with that? But, you know, if it had better pictures, it might be sold already, and we wouldn't get to see it. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So, folks, as always, all the deals we just talked about are going to be on our link tree. Uh, you know, check out our Instagram and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to, I think we're taking a break next week and then we have an interview coming out the following Friday. So tune in for that. We're going to keep that a little secret. Uh, that's a good one. When we say taking a break, we're still posting deals. 
Yeah, we're still posting deals. Ain't taking a break. No, it's just uh, we're trying to reformat the show a little bit as our lives get a little crazier and uh, life is coming back here. But we're still bringing the deals every week. We really appreciate all of you guys listening from all over the world. It makes it all worth it, right, Brian? That is right, man. Like I said, we've had a lot of new listeners, man. Like This is the best month we've ever had in terms of listenership. So I just want to thank everyone out there for tuning in, telling your friends. You know, uh, we are just excited to bring the deals every week and we're excited to keep bringing you awesome builders in the community and, you know, trying to grow this family, the Sonic Artifacts family. Yeah. And don't forget, if you really want to show some support, just a dollar a month on our Patreon, linked on our Instagram and the link tree, uh, it really helps us out. For sure. And, you know, for $5 a month or any other contribution, honestly, become a Supersonic supporter and we'll, again, give you a shout out. And we'll also find a deal in your neighborhood. They've been going all across America this year to find the deals every week for you guys. And I hope you guys have some fun checking it out. And tune in next Friday with an awesome interview that we're going to keep a little hush. We'll see you then. And that concludes this week's episode of Sonic Artifacts. Remember to please hit the subscribe button favorite streaming platform to check out our interview series featuring builders and musicians from around the world you can follow all the deals on our instagram at sonic underscore artifacts and become a sonic supporter over at patreon that's right catch us every tuesday for the best deals and affordable vintage equipment across america this is your host brian chalemi signing off from Manhattan. your co-host max braun signing off from Brooklyn.